Greetings, podcast listeners. Welcome back. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. Today's episode is another of me just talking instead of referring to a book. <laughs> but it's also attached to the last episode um, in which we talked about, you know, me talking in general. And um, this episode is about what Aikido can do for you. <laughs> Sounds like a, a promo for something. Um, but what, what are the enhancements to your life by practicing Aikido? And we can name a numerous amounts. And I think I would say, if I dare say, an infinite number of things that Aikido provides for us um, in our daily lives. So we will start off with just a casual observation and I'll base it on my experience personally um, first of all when I started Aikido I I came upon it with kind of thinking ahead of time that I wanted to practice a martial art that I could use and practice for the rest of my life and indeed Aikido is an art that grows with you so that the way you start Aikido is not the way it ends up or in other words that you don't have to be, if you start at, say, at 20, for example, um, you don't have to have a 20-year-old body to continue training in Aikido years later, that you mature with the art if you are focused in it and dedicated and consistent with it. Consistent, consistent practice is key. So let's see. Uh, one of the first things that impacted me too was um, upon starting Aikido, and I remember referencing in the, in the in the previous episode about how cleaning alone impacted me in Aikido, and I never thought it would. I mean, of course, you know, growing up, you know how cleaning makes you feel, and it feels good in the way you do it, and you put joy into it. Sometimes it's inherent in how you're doing it and how you how you've grown up with that whole practice. In, in your life as a young person. In the dojo, as part of the practice that you finish your training with something as gentle as cleaning, which is not about the dirt in the Japanese culture, that you're putting the cloths together, you're being mindful, you're paying attention to your hand, to touching the cloth and the amount of, of moisture on the tatami and your nimbleness in your body. Of all of this together and the teamwork because we would do it and it was so much fun doing it in a line together that it it connected our mind, body, and spirit that we looked for each other. And putting things together and putting it away um, and then and then tending to oneself with your clothing, your belongings, and then leaving the place in which you have practiced intact and even better than where you left it was thoroughly important. And this is something I learned at the very beginning. Sometimes it helps when you start at a small dojo because it's in a microscopic level or a micro level even of the practice and the direct connection with the head instructor of that particular dojo. Um, 
So this is a precursor to the general aspect of how Aikido impacts you, say, maybe in your work, etc. So I'm just kind of reviewing my first impacts of it. Looking at the art looked simple enough, looked like dancing and flowing, but then when you're in the vortex of it, uh, I remember, I think it was my first class, and it was, I forgot what the techniques were, um, you know, we're doing, you know, of course, we were, we we're doing uh, techniques standing, so much so that I was so eager to catch up with it, believe it or not, I almost blacked out on the mat. I remember things were getting darker and darker, and I started seeing spots, and my partner was so gracious enough in a very gentle way gave eye contact to the instructor and then um, the instruction was you know sit in seiza and we sat in seiza and did kokudosa you know because I was about to pass out <laughs> with excitement um, so yes the partnership is there and, and feeling the energy of the person you're working with that you can trust them um, is something you gain and that as we were talking about in the last episode talking about building intuition because you have the choice to choose. So let's move on to what is it about Aikido? There are a few things, and perhaps we can expound upon it in the next episode as well. Um, so one thing is order, you know, an orderly mind. Because without the mind, you can't do all these other things. And it begins with the basic steps, tai sabaki, you know, handwork, your, your mai, and uh, spatial relationships between the objects in the room or the tatami, the walls, the, the tatami, the ceiling, any weapons that you had or non-weapons, additional, your partner, you know, time and space, velocity, the math, the science of Aikido, all of this combined, your awareness and the order of things. And that's why there's so much intense attention put upon how to do a role properly in the beginning and how it should feel and that you should not have any bad feelings and then pay attention to those feelings or sensations if you're feeling that you're injured. I remember learning to roll. That's another thing where um, it was an amazing thing. It looked like a somersault, but it wasn't. And you're not on your head and then I felt like a square. I remember that clearly. And I'm like, how am I going to roll like a circle? Like the way I'm seeing people do it so beautifully. And it took a while <laughs> to figure that out. But I was determined to, to move that smoothly because I knew I could. And I remember clearly how I had these bruises, like right on the points that I kept hitting, which I think was the shoulder, maybe the knee. Um, these circular bruises, you know, that, and I said, you know, and that was an indication to me that I was hitting the wrong spot, that that should not exist. You know, wherever I was hitting the same part of my body. So then when I understood that and I communicated with my own body and the movement and reviewed it, that's when I, I got it right. You know, it was a gentle process of being gentle with myself. There was also the process of being able to review things after class. Before class, if you get there, you can try things out. After class, when you have free will, when you are able to review 
the hardest things instead of being uh, an automaton um, or should I say or I should say it this way um, when you're in class you are developing your attention abilities your intuition everything by doing what you're supposed to do which is to focus on the instructor absolutely and listen without speaking so that all of your senses are absorbing the lesson yes you you can you know you may be able to ask a question or say a few words but the the focus is on the movement itself and broadening your senses in a heightened level because we are not just one level beings we are inter and I'm going deep now interdimensional beings so that when you step out of your daily of of talking chatter and brain stuff this is why they tell you when you step on the mat leave all of your stuff off the mat this is why if you're not in the mood if you're sick do not get on the mat okay there there you go so with that, I'm going to take a break since I've been jabbering about, you know, touching on various points. And we're going to get right to some, some points from my perspective and experience of what Aikido can do for you. And we'll be right back. We're back, my dear friends. So quickly, um, different points. And I know you could think of others. One benefit of Aikido in daily life, and it's not just on the mat, but outside, what you take with you after your training is attention to detail. An example I have is when I first started Aikido, this is a perfect example because as a beginner, you know, it was profound. And I continue to notice this. Um, little things like how my body changed, you know, with the practice. Um, the cleaning, as I mentioned before. The cleaning itself was something that I just felt compelled to do at my job. You know, at my table and the beauty of uh, a co-worker gave me this beautiful pothos plant. Beautiful green with a green plate, everything. And it just magnified my space and I just got into that at the end of my day I had the need to clear my desk so when I returned to it the next day it was in beautiful order period and I continued to do this non-stop all the time and it wasn't even so much for the benefit of how everyone perceived me but it was my self-gratification of knowing that I had completed a day And so when I went to the dojo, it was the same effect that I had the pleasure of knowing that I had control and I had the power to end the the day or the practice beautifully and evenly. Or for me, beauty was just being able to do that, to make everything neat the way I wanted it to be. Number two, competition with self. Um, conflicts and the use of my energy. I mean, I was experiencing this with the other martial art as a kid. That's why everyone should take a martial art because um, although there were competitions there, but still the whole premise begins with 
your practice and aikido being that they say that that there are no comp there are no tournaments you are just uh going to uh, seminars but you are competing with self and i'll give another example you know when i started doing seminars and meeting friends making so many different friends and, and training so many wonderful practitioners that I began to sort of compete with self that, okay, next year we're going to have another to- uh, tournament, another seminar. Um, I had the goal to, like, I want to do better by next year. That was a plenty enough time to improve myself. And sure enough, I was able to fall into and just jump on the mat in the following seminars and not have as much bumpy roadness of getting on there and training it was just a beautiful transition and to continue that uh, then you start to notice but you have to notice it um, and do self-reflection so competition with self and it you know so a third point is along those same lines of competition with self that things do not impact you the same way from the outside world um someone is angry, it could be at work or, you know, maybe family, what have you, the more you practice, the more you realize, you know, that you have control. Like where you put uke is where you decide um, where you want to put them. Sometimes, you know, things move too fast, but for the attention to detail, as in the first point I made, it plays into you're making the decision that you have control of your world. Um, so things that are happening outside, you know, walking down the street, because your attention to detail, once again, from number one point, is heightened, you are more aware of things before they happen. You know, by, oh, there's a, a funny smell in the air, or I smell gas, or or what's happening here? Or I smell food that smells... Am I hungry? Am I not hungry? You know, um, going into the subway, looking at where people are positioned, attention to detail again, like my, your personal space, right? This is another point, which is a fantastic thing. Just by practicing these very gentle things, it, it heightens your power. And therefore, your intuition is building, by your noticing these things. Um, Maybe I'll do two more points. I mean, we can go on and on for this. Um, So we have three points. The fourth point is, you know, just learning to to love being still. Um, Before class, there are times when your instructor is not ready or they're not there, you know, or they may start the class at the beginning, you know, you're sitting in Seiza and you may just sit there for five minutes. <laughs> and you you are paying attention. The, the class has begun. Once the instructor comes on the mat, regardless of what they do in the beginning, that's the class. Um, and so you learn not to anticipate so much or to want to control what happens. You can decide how you think and how you feel with each moment but not to be so stuck on controlling certain things. So that's kind of like a contradiction of what I just said, right? I said something like, um, you know, you have control. You're the master of your mind. But there's some things 
that you can't control, like external factors, but internally you can control them. So perhaps maybe that's what I meant, right? We can decide on how we think about things. So use that as an opportunity. An injury that happens, how did that happen? What can I do the next time to do better? No better, do better, right? Um, so being in the stillness and then you learning how to do meditation, some of us take on zazen, which is an extra to the practice to enhance our practice. Um, I've, I've done some zazen and I continue to dive into it and I look to do more of it. Um, some do tea ceremony. And that's another thing I'm definitely going to be doing. Um, I've done kudo, the Japanese archery. Um, and that's uh, magnificent to do um, because to me, more weapons, more fun. But anyway, <laughs> that's another episode. Um, and um, but all of these things, these are just some examples. Maybe we'll continue talking about the benefits of Aikido, but things that you can do that your external world doesn't impact you as much once you're doing Aikido often. The other thing I want to address with that point is that I notice sometimes, you know, classmates will say, oh, you know, they become addicted to the rush of, oh, I've got to go to Aikido. And if I don't get here, then I had a bad day or something. So I think the transition of it all, maybe this could be a closer to fourth point or maybe not. But let's end this episode with the thought that you become, yeah, that's another, that, okay, let's make it number four, detachment, that you are, you are less detached, you are, you are more detached from things happening, again, things happening outside of yourself, or things you have no control over, um, you are detached from them, you have the choice to think positively about them, so for example, with Aikido practice, if you cannot make Aikido practice, and you feel like you need it like a drug or a medicine, then you have to rethink how are you using Aikido? How are you showing up? How are you leaving? What are the gifts you're receiving that you are recognizing once you finish that class? And this goes for anything you do in life. Uh, it can translate to anything that, that you see as fun, that you uh, indulge in that makes you a better person. Uh, nothing that downgrades you or puts you down or makes you worse or lower vibration, lower energy. What makes you a better person, right? Do you find that these positive things make you more orderly, more organized, that it heightens your awareness in the positive manner naturally? So with Aikido and with other things, don't become addicted. Just schedule and be how you call it. Some people say adulting about it. And put it in your schedule and commit to it. Say no when something else comes your way that I have a commitment that I'm going to do this because it's in essence fulfilling you. So becoming a detached, being detached from negative things that come on the outside of you. You don't have to advertise how you're thinking about it to anyone. You own what you think. Okay. As long as it's for the good of all and it's positive, right? Um, detach from outcomes. Uh, and dis and dissect them like a scientist or a doctor of why things happen and how we can do better. Um, detaching from things that are happening at the, in the mat, 
this is a big one too because sometimes there's an episode you're dealing with someone who's giving you a lot of talk back or they're trying to teach you when there is another teacher and you get angry you want to leave those anger and negative thinking and vibes off the map but sometimes someone is bringing it to you you can stop it and say no in your mind I'm not going to do this I'm going to detach from it and say no thank you bow say thank you for your practice and just walk to someone else without explanation and bow into someone else that's all it takes the more you do that you realize how much control you have and then people will leave you alone Believe me when I tell you this. And I know some of us have, have, have experienced this already. Master, you become the master of your mind. <laughs> so with that, I thank you again for listening to another episode and uh, this particular one on how Aikido can make you better. And in essence, all of us are practicing Aikido. Um with this energy that we that it carries um, and if you're not taking Aikido I invite you to call up a school and ask to be a guest to watch a class um, anywhere you are in the world even if you're visiting just go and call up and, and they will be very happy to host you and when you're ready I urge you to try it out I, I promise you you will not be disappointed and with that my dear friends Until next time.